know she'll do me right If I go somewhere else, I'll be there all night This weed game is serious, can't be trusted Get all your info here so you don't look busted That is some flavor to it Hello, hello, hello Welcome to AboutWeave.com My name is Fashion This is AboutWeave.com and I've got my girl here, Desiree Hello Today's topic is going to be about those wonderful lace closures And those wonderful silk-based closures And those amazing frontal pieces And the fact that they go bald Yes. Yep. We, we've done a show on closures before, but, but the take on it today is about the balding yeah, of the closure. Exactly. Okay. Um, let me tell you, just as a preemptive to this situation. Okay. Is that the correct word? Uh, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> this is the thing. Kick it off. People think that closure pieces are really just about getting it done, wearing the weave for a couple of months, and then you go back and get it done. Like closure pieces... And lace closures and silk base or whatever you piece you want to deal with is maintenance is required. Okay. You cannot use a lace closure or a silk base or a frontal piece forever. Forever. As <laughs> Carly, Cardi girl, B would say. My forever. Cardi B. <laughs> you can't use it forever. There is maintenance that's required for those pieces. And I feel like when they balled out, Clients will bring it back like, oh, my God, look what happened to my closure. That uh, happens. Is this is are you saying that this happens to both lace and silk based closures or does this pertain to one and not the other? It happens to both of them. OK. With lace, it happens faster. OK. Because they're made a lot more delicately. OK. Lace closures are really just one strand of hair inside one little loop of lace tied at the bottom. Now, what happens is. People want to make it look natural. Yes. So they bleach the knots. When you bleach those knots, it makes the lace closure piece even more prone to shedding. Um, Help us understand what it means to bleach the knots. Okay. So what happens with a closure piece, like I said, it's one little strand of hair inside one little loop of lace. And on the back side of it, where you're tying it at, where the people who make them are tying it at or looping it at, is a little knot that you want to bleach with with lightener so it doesn't look like little black dots on your scalp okay you want it to look lighter so it blends in with the color of your scalp okay but when you put bleach or lightening on anything on any hair your own hair some fake hair the lace closure piece a piece of material whatever you use it on it's going to make it fragile okay it's going to make it break down faster it's not going to last as long so it's like you can't have, it's almost like what's the lesser of the two evils? Do you want to have the little black dots on your closure piece or do you want your closure piece to look natural? What is, um, when, when you're saying they don't last as long, let's talk specifically about lace closures. What is a reasonable expectation, uh, what, what's a reasonable time period for someone to expect that their lace closure will be fine with no balding? Okay, this is the thing. It is all going to depend upon how that person is treating that lace closure. Let's say you're treating it the best way using the most optimal conditions possible. You should be able to use it definitely two times. Two uh, two installs. Definitely two times. Three installs, you are probably are like standing, sleeping up and not touching it at all. Got it. You're not washing it. Just You're just a mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay. So Which some people have done. So after two times, should you expect that you have to just go buy a new one or should you expect that... 
when you wear it the third time, it's just going to start balding some, but you might be able to deal with it. Now, if you have not bleached the knots, it, like I said, it's going to last longer. So you might be able to use it three times. But if you've not bleached the knots and you're snatching it with a brush, you know, all, there's a lot of different variables that will make a closure piece last longer or not. Or if you're scratching it a lot, right. it'll make it bald out, stuff like that. So I always tell people, if you have a lace closure piece, you should you should be able to use it two times. But also have a backup just in case that closure piece that you might bring to get reinstalled does not work out. You're not just left reusing that empty closure piece because you don't have anything else. I see. Okay. So purchase two closure pieces, the main and the backup. Right. The main and the, the, main and the side chick. Exactly. Main piece, You don't want to be piece. stuck. Ma- closure pieces are not a cheap install to have. It's a maintenance. You have to come back and get it, you know, uh, replaced. You have to buy, you know, them more than you're buying the the weave hair that you're installing. Right. People literally would like to buy a lace closure and for that lace piece to last as long as the weft hair that they purchased with it. It just does not happen like that. So whereas you may be able to wear your weft hair for six installs, let's say, over, right. the, over the course of an entire year. Let's, right. let's say you get your hair done every six to eight weeks. Over mm-hmm. the course of a year, you probably get anywhere from five to six weaves, right. maybe seven. So you're saying that your weft hair could potentially last that entire time. Right. But in that time period, you're going to need to go through a few closures. Correct. Lace closure specifically. Exactly. Okay. Now say if you're the type of person that's getting that lace closure colored or you're doing ombre or something like that, you have to also take that into account. Okay. So if you're getting your knots bleached or getting it ombre, that also is going to be an extra cost on you replacing that lace closure. I see. Or that silk base closure or the frontal piece. What is your recommendation for customers who see you specifically? So I'm referring specifically to okay. your customer base. Um, getting an appointment with you is not something that someone can do every three or four weeks. Correct. Just because of how you book and the mm-hmm. quantity of people you deal with. So if I have a closure... Should I expect that that closure will last? And when I say last, I mean not recede on the back of my head, not start to look crazy within the course of one install. Let's say I come to you every six weeks. Mm-hmm. Is that a reasonable expectation that that I will still look good with that closure? You should want to see me halfway through that six weeks. So I need to come and see you every three weeks. Sometimes maybe every two weeks. It really just depends upon that person's particular lifestyle. If they have thinning edges, if they don't have any hair at all up in the top. Um, if they are working out, if they're washing their hair often, like a lot of different variables play into the whether your closure piece is going to move back or balled out. Every single person is going to be different. And until you learn what your regimen is, you won't know. Do you have appointments where you will just handle someone's closure piece? Yes. And that's the thing. So my closure, so you just say specifically speaking about my clients, I tell them that I will move your closure piece up Monday through Friday at 930 a.m. Okay. We're talking about we're just moving the closure piece I didn't up. realize you did this I'm going to fix you a little bit, make sure you're not looking crazy when you walk outside. Right. You know, like re-flat iron the closure piece or recurl it or whatever to match what you have going on. Right. But you really should be coming to get that closure piece moved when it starts to move back. You should not be just dealing with the fact that it's moved back and now you have to like mask it with like sunglasses or a headband or something like that. <laughs> not sunglasses. But that's why I say like closure pieces are maintenance. You can't just get one and expect for it to just be, you know, last for the duration of the weave. Well, what about, um, I wore a closure piece for a while when I was wearing straight hair and I actually wore it not with a full bang all the way across my face, right. but I did a partial bang because I was anticipating that this would happen and I wasn't expecting to see you in those six weeks. Right. And all I could say is thank God for that bang because right. If, right. if you had pulled all of my hair back, 
by the time it was time to see you at the end of the six weeks, I had probably an inch and a half of right. head out there. But I mean, <laughs> exactly. so, so <laughs> inch and a half ahead, <laughs> inch and a half ahead out there. And so what? And here was one of the things that was particularly challenging about closures is, let's say the wind is blowing, mm-hmm. and you hit the streets, and that bang blows back. Yeah. The put- Forward, tilt your head down. You absolutely have <laughs> to tilt. Like when that when that bang blows back and you're almost at the, at at appointment day, right? You've got a lot of hair. Just yes, that's when up. you wear a hat, a nice little cute hat. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're all girls. We know how to do it. We, we camouflage. We, if we get a pimple, we know how to mask it. Like it's part of the process. I did not realize that you did closure appointments at nine thirty a.m. Absolutely. Well, how much do you charge for that service? Fifty dollars. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Folks, please comment if you knew this. I'm not, I mean, I, I've known you for some time now. I had no idea you provided yes. this service. Yes. Okay. It's on my website. I haven't been there in a while. Yeah. Oops. I had so said on my website as a service because I do want people to come back and get their closure piece moved. Just for the refresh. So let's talk about silk-based closures because I know the silk-based closure is, is thicker than a lace closure. It is thicker. So can you expect that that will last longer? No. No. Mm-mm. Really? Nope. nope. I wore a, no, I wore I a silk based closure from Extensions Plus for a year and three months. Extensions Plus silk based closures have a lot of density to them. They're very thick. They are. They're very. Now thick. we're talking about just like a regular general lace closure that doesn't have a lot of density. Extensions Plus's closure pieces are dense. They are. They're very dense. They are so thick. Dense meaning they have a lot more hair than just the average closure piece. They should because they want more than the average <laughs> number of dollars for them. Yes. Those closures are $495. Yes. But this is what I'm saying. $435. This girl. Either way, we're talking 400 plus bucks. That's a lot. 400 plus bucks. For a closure? 400 plus dollars. Are you serious? I wore that closure for one year and I want to say four months or five months. We're going to have to call. Like a year and a half. Like almost a year We're going to call Mr. Extension and plus, last name plus. I don't feel badly about it wow. because if it because if you're telling if you're telling people that they have to go get a closure every two months, or, or excuse me every two installs, so let's say they get a lace a, closure should last you two installs. Okay. You could possibly use it like I said again for a third, but if it looks bad, you should not get it. But you're saying the silk is pretty much the same duration, you know, in terms of lasting. Depending upon obviously where you get it from, if your extensions plus piece was like the Mercedes Benz of closures. Well, th- that's that's my point. Like if if, in a, if if in a calendar year. I have to purchase, let's say, three silk-based closures right. over the course of the year. If each of those silk-based closures is anywhere from $120 to $150, right. I got my money's worth and some because I wore it a year, almost a year and a half. Yeah, but they're, like I said, again, very dense. They're very dense. It's, I guess here's the thing. You're talking about an upfront investment versus, right. you know, uh, yes, right, like exactly. continually repaying. Okay. And the thing about it, too, is you don't want to be so alarmed when the closure piece balls because it just is what it is. That's right. one thing. Two, closure pieces will tangle a little bit just because of the way that they're made. So, for instance, think of like one strand of hair. If you take that one strand of hair and put end to end and then, you know, kind of like you're threading a needle almost, like you're using thread, and you double that one piece of hair, that one piece of hair now because you've folded it over and doubled it will make that hair non-remy. Remy meaning all the cuticles are going in the same direction. Right. Now, if you, like I said, fold that piece of hair, it's going to make it non-remy because now one side of the strands of hair, cuticle pieces are going up and the other side is going down. I see. Which will make this closure piece tanglesome. Got it. Not profusely. You won't be like mad about it, but it is going to be a little bit more tangly than just your weft hair. That's another tip. Please understand that. 
I see. Because sometimes people will bring a closure piece in and be like, oh, I couldn't get it. You know, it was tangling up. Like, they just do because of the way they're made. Well, what about the lace frontals? Are, are they in the same category in terms of the time that they last? They are in the same category because people do want to bleach the knots because you want them to look natural. Um, so it is going to, you know, put some damage on it. Um, and additionally, you have to pluck the front of the frontal pieces to customize it to make it actually look like real hair. You don't want to not pluck the front of a frontal piece <laughs> because it looks wiggy and you're trying to look as natural as possible. It is so crazy to me when I see people who have those lace frontals or some sort of wig and it's like just their forehead and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, (laughs) out of nowhere, it's just like the thickest head of hair and there's no actual hairline. Case in point, if you watch Love and Hip Hop, the girl with the um, purple um, um, gymnastics suit on from BBDO. What's the name of that thing? Bad uh, Bitches on Deck? Yeah. Right, from BBD. BBD? (laughs) Bad B bitches B O B B O D B B O D B B O D Bad bitches on deck. Okay, she does her interviews on Love and Hip Hop New York. She's got that purple jogging, that purple like gymnastic suit on with the stomach cut out. The, the lighter brownets. of the two, right? The lighter of the two girls. Her closure pieces in her in her in her interview part is so thick at the top front of her forehead. Ah. I literally want to like take tweezers and go inside the TV. No, Mo, no, yes. isn't Mo? Her no, Mo is, Mo is the darker of the two. So Mo's the, oh, okay. Mo's the dark skin girl whose with name the shade The one is not head. Mo. <laughs> and her name Lexi? Yes, that's a good Lexi. Exactly, Lexi. Girl, I should be watching her ratchet television, honey. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Quick sidebar on Love and Hip Hop, because I could do a whole episode on this. If I, I'm really hoping that Remy and Papoose are listening to this podcast. <laughs> I just want to let both of you know that you're on the wrong program. Yeah. You're on the wrong program. Remy and Papoose communicate with one another, and they're they're clear. They're respectful of one another. <laughs> seriously, they're, they're thoughtful of each other's feelings. They love and adore one another. Even when they're in the confessional, they're consistent with what they say to each other. We've seen them have family meetings with their children, family meetings with their parents. No one was yelling. People weren't screaming. People apologized quickly. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, y'all You're are like, on the wrong show. <laughs> yes. Like, and then and then Papoose, in my mind, can never do anything wrong. Like, you held a woman yeah, down while she yeah. was in prison for six years. There's like nothing you can do wrong. You can't find men who will hold you down while you go to work during the day. I know, so, right. let alone six that's years. That's Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's, I, I mean, I, I adore We said love and hip hop in New York. And she was like, oh, let me turn the mic on. <laughs> Loka, you know what I'm talking about. I love, I love their, their, their relationship on the show. I think the main reason why we don't see them go ratchet because the producers will make them go ratchet as you know. Yes. Producers will pick and probe at you. But I think they know that Remy's about that life. I mean, um, she did Well, start, start Remy's time. on probation. That's, that's and she's also thing. not going to fight and smack nobody because she doesn't want to go back to jail. Right. So that was probably in the contract. Like, if you want her on the show, she cannot be seen. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But they know in real that's life. That's a very good point. She will check you. Like, yeah, quick. Well, problem. remember when she told um, White Hip Rashida. Yeah, she said. She said so to Rashida, fun, "No one crosses me once." Like, and I was like, head, "Tommy, I was Why like, that is Rashida? that's not somebody you should really play with." Because because Remy is very clear. Like, you do something to me, I'll pop off quite quickly, and I'll do some time for it. Yeah, I think that, that was more scripted because they, I mean, you make up right away. Yeah, like, come on. exactly. Come on, right. somebody's going to get scripted. hit. But I will say that all of those interactions that they are having with each other, with their family, with their children, I'm like, you two don't need to be on this show. This is the wrong program. You mm-hmm. all need to be on a spinoff, a dedicated. Show for the two of you, and I'd like to see it on another network. Okay, so back to bald enclosures. Well, is, is, <laughs> is this girl wearing a, a, a wig or is she's it her hair? wearing? Um, Lexi. Lexi. I, I think her. I think it's a unit. Okay. 
Um, and the thing about it is what happens with closure pieces, because people are are trying to save money, mm-hmm. they want that stylist to put that closure piece so far forward to give them time for it to move back, which it does, that it looks unnatural. And I, am as a stylist, I'm not willing to do that. Like, if you ask me to do that, I'm not doing it. We might as well just part ways, mm-hmm. never see each other again until you're ready to accept the fact that your closure piece can't be close to your eyebrows. Oh, okay. <laughs> Her closure piece is so far forward that it's uncomfortable. Every time they show, and, and when you do an inter, when you do interview parts of a reality TV show, they show that part the most. So that is the part, that is when you want to look, that is, La Loca just shows me a picture of her. Thank you, now I'm scratching. Um, that is, when you do interview parts of a reality TV show, that's the part that they see the most. So that's right. when you want to be like, face beat right hair hair on uh hair lit we don't say on fleek anymore lit lit has been uh, fleek has been re- replaced with the word lit you want your hair to be lit and you want to look good but her f- closure piece is so thick and so far forward that it looks uncomfortable unnatural. and unnatural and like scary to i don't she even know what to- you're saying because i'm so busy <laughs> looking at your forehead and that gymnastics superhero purple outfit you have don't on. worry she ain't saying nothing you're, I don't know. you're not missing nothing yeah, she ain't no, saying no. nothing you're not who, missing anything who um who where are her friends and whose idea was it to put that look together because on the show when they just show her in just regular everyday like you know scenes mm-hmm. she looks normal Except for when you go to her interviews. And I'm like, what happened? <laughs> Who, did you go to a different hairstylist? Well, if like, you what happened? Mo has like a comparable outfit on in her. Doesn't she have that yellow spandexy piece on mm-hmm. in her, in her I'm interviews? I'm like, were they going to? I think that they were going for something. Gymnastics? Superhero? What? BBOD? Bad bitches, Bad bitches on dick. You know what I always think of? I always think <laughs> of that company BBDO that does a lot of those. Um... No, I think of BBD. Yeah, that's what I think. No, I think BBD. of B- I think of BB. Do the consulting company? Oh, oh yeah, that's like the best marketing company. Like one of number like two. BBDO is always yeah. on the news in the mornings, yeah. um, doing commercials. So when I first heard that, that but I I doubt that their demographic is getting those two things confused. <laughs> I'm just gonna put that out there. Okay, <laughs> I'm so done with her. Anyway, closure pieces, bald guys. Don't be alarmed. Just have a backup, which is the best thing. Don't ask your stylist to move your closure piece forward more to make it last longer. Just have it done naturally and be prepared to uh, pay the upkeep that re- that's required to wear these closure pieces. That's it. All right. Fashion as long as you spoken. follow those rules, guys, life will be good. You don't want people looking at the front of your forehead instead of listening to what you're saying. <laughs> Is that a true assessment? <laughs> Where's the back of your forehead? Oh, the front of your forehead. <laughs> you know it's the kitchen. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. This is aboutweave.com. My name's Fashion. That's Desiree and La Loca. Uh, We're gone. We're out of here. Bye.